Hi, welcome to this week's mini episode. I'm Jamie, I'm a six foot four, 37 year old bisexual man, and I'm in London. No dirty talk, just podcasts, no turn ons, so turn me on. By that I mean this podcast, I'm not interested, so don't date me. Review me, just rate me, like, subscribe, don't date me. Review me, just rate me, like, subscribe, don't date me. Don't date me. Don't date me. Don't date me. Alexa, play the podcast. Don't date me. Okay, speaking of which, follow us on Instagram at it's Jamie Sparks and Twitter at it's Jamie Sparks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it? At it's Jamie Sparks. <laughs> That's right, if you're watching this live on Instagram right now, you can see that I am talking to you directly from a hotel uh, room where I've got the, the curtains open and literally there's an office block facing my window. So they are, they are also watching, which is kind of a bit creepy, but... I guess I could wave and say hey, but hey ho. Um, yeah, why am I in London? That Why am I in London? That's a good question. Well, I'm here to find out a couple of things. The first thing was, are London men hotter? <laughs> um, that is the only reason why I'm in London. No, I'm, I'm just joking. The reason why I'm in London was effectively for M-I-K music festival and also to meet up with a bunch of friends. So on today's mini episode, it's going to be short and sweet because I'm on holiday, but I still wanted to do an episode because I thought it'd be fun. And yeah, so on this week's episode, we're going to discuss and I'll let you know whether London men are hotter than Edinburgh or Glasgow men. This is quality content. This is what you're here for. I am feeding you, feeding you pure joy. Um, and I'm going to tell you about my experience at the MIK Festival and also about my podcaster brunch that I went to with some friends, which was cool. Okay, so first of all, MIK is Made in Korea Festival. Um, it's a brand new K-pop music festival and a friend asked me to go to it and I said, I'll be there. And within moments of him asking, I literally booked tickets for it. Um, there was, there was very little thought process. I literally booked the tickets and then booked time off work. And then I was like, I hope they give me time off work. <laughs> and they did. So that worked out, worked out well. And, and here I am. So it was over two days. Um, it was in a park, Southwark Park in London. And I was kind of a little bit, I had no to low expectations, right? Not because of K-pop, because I, if anything, I have high expectations of K-pop because it's so well crafted. But in terms of the music festival, my background, I worked at um, Tea in the Park, which is Scotland's, was Scotland's premier uh, music festival 
for 12 years um, and I worked in the box offices behind the scenes. So it's that way where it's difficult to go to live music events, concerts, gigs and also make music festivals and not kind of like critique it in my head. Even if I don't say it out loud, I'm like, hmm, would have done that different. Uh, but it was kind of fun to kind of like just go back into a festival experience because obviously it, it had been you know the pandemic happened so a couple of years has gone past with no kind of live music events and stuff like that for me but also it had been quite a long time since I'd actually gone to a music festival too and um, so it's quite refreshing to go back to one to be honest um, but the first day was all focused on k-pop and the second day was all focused on k-rap so on Saturday, a couple of highlights. We had Suho, uh, who is a male solo artist who musically isn't really in my bag, to be quite honest, but he's very talented, it has to be said. Um, and one of the highlights of that performance was he did a cover of The Beatles, Let It Be, which was really cool. And he put on a great show as well. Plus, love the white uh, cowboy boots. That was a look and I appreciated it. Uh, another highlight from that day is Red Velvet, who were the headliners, and you know they've been around for a long, long time. They are OG, legit. Um, they formed in 2014, and they performed a good selection of all their hits, which was really fun. And uh, they were one member down for the night though, but that didn't hold them back at all. And may I say, Wendy, that lady can sing. <laughs> so it's interesting because. A lot of people are critical about pop music because they always say people mime. And yes, there was some miming, it has to be said. But a lot of the time they were all singing live, like like really live, over, over backing tracks obviously. But um, And that really impressed me, especially because a lot of the time they were dancing as well. They're just unstoppable, it's amazing. Um, but my highlight of the pop day has to have been uh, Chung Ha, who is a solo artist who has been around for quite a while. And she was originally part of a, a band but now she's doing her own thing. And she's just very unusual in terms of her vibe, because effectively she, to, to me, is very unlike most K-pop artists where she is an artist. In some ways, she reminds me a little bit of CL, but if CL, she's kind of like the kind of softer, um, soulful version of CL. So you've got CL who's very much like hard rap and uh, with a kind of edgy vibe, whereas Chung Ha is much more kind of cerebral and uh, soulful. Uh, for the most part, like a lot of her early work is very much like poppy pop, uh, which isn't always what I'm into, to be honest, but she just really impressed me. Like she's, she was very genuine had great rapport with the crowd and also she actually previewed a brand new song exclusively to MIK Festival which was really exciting uh, called Don't Believe in Love and it was literally like a moment it was really cool like everybody yeah she just sings from the soul so that was amazing so check out Chong Ha if you've never um the a kind of good place to start is probably her in fact, do you know what? I've got one of the playlists for the podcast on Apple Music features one of her songs. Start there. There you go. Okay, moving on. My podcaster brunch, which wasn't really a podcaster brunch, let's be honest. I was, I was literally meeting up with friends. Basically, I've been 
uh, friends with Alfredo and Chris for ages and I just have never met them in real life which is very strange uh, and it literally feels like I haven't because we, I've known them for so long like literally I've known Chris since like 2016 and because you know I've kept in touch over the years supported everything that Chris does for his uh, Tomb Raider fandom stuff <laughs> uh, ranging from his YouTube channel to his podcasting um, and you know kind of got through the pandemic together in a way I guess because it's like when you when I was going through the Instagram and all that during the pandemic you kind of like relied on those people do you know what I mean so it was really kind of like jarring to meet people in real life <laughs> but it was amazing though um so it was good to catch up with them and hear about life and what's been happening with them and and it was cool because like it's kind of nice to to kind of meet other people who are doing similar stuff to me in terms of podcasting and because I think that's been one thing that's been quite different I think I'm lucky with my podcast in the way that for me and Sarah you know we're, we're in it together for the most part and I've got like a team of people now that help with stuff um, and support me and what we're doing um, so you know we've got producer Emma Jane who's in the background from time to time organising stuff and being like chat moderation um, and then you've got Chris who <laughs> Chris is there as um, moral support uh, to be quite honest but also really fun uh, Lindsay's there for the banter um, Sarah is taking a bit of a, a, a back step back seat as it were sorry um, for the coming season it's effectively because she's so busy with work um, but it, it's quite isolating doing podcasting compared to radio stuff because radio stuff back in the day it was you and the team and it was like you and the team <laughs> against the world and everything had to go according to plan and to schedule exactly as it was planned because otherwise thousands of pounds was on the line <laughs> it was so relaxing it was not stressful at all um, it was fun, it was good fun, but ultimately I kind of sometimes miss that team dynamic and I guess maybe that's probably why subconsciously I've kind of acquired this team <laughs> who are in it uh, whether they want to be or not, <laughs> to be quite honest. Um, so yeah, it was nice to meet, uh, meet up with Chris and Alfredo and kind of talk about what they've got going on and, and their journey, you know, for their podcasts. So check out Chris's Raidercast podcast if you love all things Tomb Raider. Um, latest episode he talks about the the film falling apart, the second Tomb Raider film with Elysia Vikander um, and where the franchise is pivoting. Um, I'm going to hold off my thoughts right now and talk about that another day because I don't want to, I'll talk to you about that during the Twitch uh, episode where we do another Let's Play of Tomb Raider. Um, so you can check that out on Thursday uh, but yeah check out Chris's uh, YouTube channel as well um, also Astroholic if you love all things astronomy and sciency uh, check out Alfredo's uh, podcast as well I like listening to his podcast sometimes because I like to feel stupid <laughs> Because he's so smart, and it's that way where I I love learning about science and archaeology and stuff like that. But I'm so basic, so when someone's really smart, I like I just I'm very quiet and nods because I'm like this person's a lot smarter than me right now. So if you want to learn something, 
listen to his podcast. <laughs> um, if you want to learn something, don't necessarily listen to this podcast because this is more about the banter, to be honest. Um, okay, and speaking of banter, the question earlier, are London men hotter? Now, uh, this is clearly taking the piss because this is a, a kind of throwback to an early episode of the podcast where Chris, our Chris, not uh, Chris from Readercast, um, was kind of like wanting to find out whether Glasgow men or Edinburgh men were hotter because Chris is from Manchester, originally from London, but from Manchester. And so he wasn't quite sure uh, as to which city to invest his time in. So he decided and the internet decided that Glasgow men are hotter. Uh, I would agree, I, I guess, being from Glasgow myself. Now, in terms of London men though, what are y'all up to? You're all, you're all looking after yourself. And so I tip my hat to you. Um, well done. But you know what? My opinion, as always, is irrelevant. I want to know your opinion. So I want you to head, I can't believe I'm actually doing this again. I'm, this is so not okay, but we're just doing it for fun. Um, I want you to head to Twitter. Now, which Twitter should we do it on? Should we do it on mine? We'll do it on mine. Let's discredit me, not the podcast. So if you head to twitter.com forward slash it's Jamie Sparks to vote whether... Oh my god. Whether London men are hotter than Glasgow men. And now that I'm thinking about it, what we should do is this should just escalate. And as we approach season two of the podcast happening in September, we should really kind of make like a league board. <laughs> because, and I'm actually doing your service because then it means you know where you should go on holiday. Why waste your time? I'll, I'll do the research for you and then let you know. You're so welcome. <laughs> um... Yeah, this is literally just for the banter. Uh, I have to say brains over beauty every time. Um, but sometimes you just want to walk past something attractive. Do you know what I mean? You don't need to purchase in the shop. Just walk into it, look at the thing and then be like, okay, that's nice, see you later. <laughs> anyway, speaking moments ago about Edinburgh, uh, the podcast team and I shall shortly be heading up to Edinburgh for the world-renowned Edinburgh Fringe Festival. So that's exciting. I'm excited because one of my friends is working in it. So she's going to be able to get us access to some stuff and things. Nothing is planned. It's going to be chaos. So join us. Um, subscribe on our YouTube channel. Follow me on Instagram. And uh, for the weekly episodes for the podcast, just subscribe on your favourite podcasting service to Don't Date Me Podcast. And that's really it for for this week, uh, for this week's mini-sode. So I'll be seeing you later in the week. Uh, Thursday, we're going to do another Let's Play on Twitch. And next Monday, I'll be back right here on your favourite podcasting app for another episode of Don't Date Me. Another mini-episode. Um, and as I said, the second season of the podcast is going to be happening in September and we are already planning it and I'm excited. I'm not nervous now actually though which is good. I think now that we've got the first season out of the way I kind of feel like we know our format so it's just a case of like keeping the momentum going um, and growing it as, as we go so thank you as always for listening and don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Have a great day! I'm going to go and wander about London to look at hot people and art. Bye!